you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. It comes out in these locker rooms and shit. Like I've, I've heard bona fide stories, uh, verified stories of like the baseball team at Eastern all getting together and masturbating with each other in the same room. Mike. I appreciate the outfits that Peyton Stewart wore. He looked like an old school racist golfer. Like he, he wasn't a racist as far as I know, but you know, like the Vagger Bantz racist golfers of the old timey days. And Scott. In your relative relationships, do you have like artists, musicians, actors, actresses, da da da, that you just have both bonded over? In our and Stephanie and I's relationship, Peter Sarsgaard is just one of these weird outlying actors that we both like have a crush on welcome to a very special edition of the is it safe podcast happy new year you know we got a big bump in december when our special guest steve came on and he guess what he had so much fun he's back for more actually that's not true at all he just wanted to socialize with us and the only way to do that is for us to do a show together so <laughs> here we are <laughs> hey at least we get to hang out and shoot the shit right steve that's goddamn right good times noodle salad i'm glad you're back and don't worry john scott's <laughs> alive and well he is in arizona right now i believe another trip out to the desert for him he, he said he just got back but i think he's you know oh. lagged well, he's very lagged yeah yeah, we're sorry, everybody. Like, we were going to do an episode Sunday, but then Scott's like, oh, I'm going to Arizona. And so our schedule's all over the place. Forgive us. We're trying to get our shit straight, but we're still here. We never go away. We haven't abandoned the show by any means. We'll never do that. We love doing the show. Just want you guys to know that we're trying to figure it out. You know, we're just trying to get on a schedule. Unfortunately, we have good friends like Steve, who's popping in here, saying hello. And uh, I'll tell you what, is it safe pot at gmail.com is how you can express yourself. And remember that, Steve, after you came on the show, did you hear that email about how impressive <laughs> your appearance was? Somebody was really impressed by your smooth, easygoing knowledge of the space-time continuum. I listened to that, but I also listened back to the show, so I know that I wasn't that smooth. Oh, <laughs> well, Don't be too hard you know, on yourself. Always our biggest critic. Well, that's cool. Either way. Whoops. Hey, you're yeah, here to think- <laughs> You no, spread think, it on, man. Spread it on. I think yes. also, also like uh, me getting handed one every once in a while just because I fucking, uh, yeah, I, I shoot from the hip. <laughs> That's shoot putting it hip And I, uh, yeah, say say a bunch of bullshit that people are probably like, God damn it. Why didn't anyone correct him on that one? Uh, so yeah, we're I just talking about you while yeah, you're away about not getting too drunk on the show because then you're going to go way off the hip. Oh man. <laughs> no, that was more, that was more of a problem like in the beginning because I was so nervous. I had, I, I literally was like, I had to calm down. Oh. <laughs> I had to, I had to calm down quote unquote. And where the hell was I to speak on the mic? And then I was, <laughs> yeah. And then I would just go off the handle. So obviously that is how that cycle works. It's okay. No one's so it has not no really cares. been a problem for a while, but no, I maybe nobody cares, but that is literally what was going on. I know I don't um, care. I've spoken to you uh, at all levels of inebriation from like yes, you have first sip to blacked out and belligerent. Uh, <laughs> it's not your fault, and I love it all. No, I'm here for it. it on. I hope everyone else is too. Yeah, yeah spread but- it on. 
That's what that's what makes friends. That's what friends are for. Well, I got really sad news. Uh, I know what our song will be to close Uh-oh. out the show today. Yeah, Uh-oh. it's a sad day here for especially as feasters. As uh, Jeff Beck has passed away, the legendary guitarist at seventy-eight years old has bitten the big one, as they say. Goodbye, baseball. No more Jeff Beck in this world. Breaking news or shocking news. He was 78 and he already lived the best part of his life. The end of it was the shit part. So good for you, Jeff Beck. You gave us the finest copy of Green Sleeves that I've ever known. And I will always appreciate it. So we're definitely closing the show with that copy of Green Sleeves today. That's just an obvious one. You guys know I've played Green Sleeves on repeat at several feasts. And that version. Hall of Justice. Several. That's right. (laughs) Hall of Justice tribute from Jeff Beck. So also. I I pretty immediately guitar. got him mixed up with uh, who's the guy that died swimming? Was it Jeff Buckley? Oh yes, yeah. When you said Jeff Beck, I was like, that dude died swimming years mm. ago. No, it's Buckley. I bet a lot yeah. of people do that. Yeah, he's the guy famous God, for uh, Last Goodbye, how do, how do you... which is a great song. Last Goodbye is a fabulous song. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you die swimming? I don't get it. What happened? Uh, this guy apparently knows shit-faced? how to swim. Talk about being shit faced. I mean, that's not a good idea, right? How Swimming in the you have to be wasn't to in the miss wasn't in the Mississippi wasn't in Memphis like something like that. I think he was in the yeah, big time yes. fucker. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, if you get shit faced and swim in the Memphis area in the Mississippi River, you're fucked. I mean, that's just. I mean, I don't, he was only thirty three ish, but I don't give yeah, a fuck how young yeah. he was. You can't. That's weird. <laughs> Although, you know that guy. Recently, did you guys hear about that dude? I love stories like this when they're true. And this one you can't really fake because there's not a lot of leeway when you're stuck in the middle of the ocean. And that dude who <laughs> fell off a cruise ship recently, have you heard of did you hear about this guy? Anybody hear this story? Yeah. This was a couple I months ago. Yeah. Oh my it's just amazing because the guy's shit faced. Okay. He's totally shit faced. No I don't care what off. he said. Yeah, there's no falling off a cruise ship. If you ever if you've been on one in the last like <laughs> 20 years they have like 10 foot fucking like plastic walls you have to climb i've never over been them. on one so dude it, and i will like, never try, go on one yeah try yeah, to get on <laughs> try to get on the ice in the middle of a detroit red wings game like you have to climb the plexiglass that's how this guy was so committed to doing that Ooh, uh okay. this was i don't know if he wanted to die but he definitely wanted to jump <laughs> off the boat into the water it's not your fault. It this is your fault. In this by <laughs> it can't happen by accident. It's like literally fucking impossible. They got like fucking alarms and shit set everywhere. Was well, it a singles cruise? He just got rejected by everyone on board and gave up. <laughs> I think, yeah, he probably took his cheating wife and was like, this is it. I'm taking this. That was his way out. He just uh he wanted to make a whole thing of time to die. <laughs> he slept with a cocktail waitress and then just jumped off the boat into the into the sea. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean however hey, stupid, you know, on your own terms. Oh, <laughs> uh, it just blows my mind because he was out there for so long. It was like twenty hours or some shit. That's impressive. That's oh yeah. No then he got how... saved. Then he got rescued. He was like, ah! yeah. Wow, that was extended version. Very cool. But yeah, he he was out there like 20 hours and took his clothes off. And of course, Christ was there. Christ saved the day on this one. So 
There were no sets of footprints because it was the ocean. (laughs) That's a good one. If you know what that means, you know what that means. Uh, I think my brother still has the copy of that thing. We had one at our house when I was we were kids. We weren't even that big of Chrysler's, but we definitely had that goddamn footprints thing on a like a a plaque. Uh, Who's that? Is it like your mom's side or your dad's side? What's going on there? I don't know where that came from. I assume it probably came from my dad's Catholic side. You know, his parents were hardcore Irish Catholic types, so they probably shoved that down their throat. And since my mom was a Jew who abandoned her own family, well, not abandoned, they kind of bailed on her. I'm abandoned, my boy! Abandoned my child! My baby boy! She (laughs) abandoned is a hard word. I would say she married a Catholic when she was young, so the Jewish side of her family got pissed, and they're like, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I think that's probably where it comes from. But Christ's not a big part of my life. I know Christ's a big part of your life growing up, Steve. Sure was. (laughs) Maybe not the way people are thinking. No. No Uh, No additional comment. I did not consent. (laughs) I did not consent to have Jesus inside my heart. (laughs) He did not. That is so funny. He finds a way. He, just, uh, he never did. Never he did. Creeps into your, he creeps ne- into he your never bed. did. To this day, he's not, standing tall. Nine right, years see? of Catholic school couldn't break me. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So that was you were all Catholic school until you showed up to our world in Heartland, right? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I had a wonderful reprieve when I lived in Hawaii. Mm. Yeah, you lived in Hawaii. That's it is, is that weird. cool? Is that cool? It sounds cool. It was the fucking greatest. There were two baseball seasons. It's true. <laughs> Ooh, and yeah. that dewy air. Those balls fly forever. Yeah, oh. and uh the volcanic clay that we played on was better than what like major league baseball players play on. Like, it oh, was yeah, amazing. you can't ship in volcanic clay. Uh, yeah, plenty of brick dust. Just harvest that shit from Detroit. No problem. Yeah, it was <laughs> like basalt clay with a uh, little brick dust on top. But it wasn't mm. like the, you know, you guys ever you know, do like a run the bases at a uh, major league stadium? I've seen it. I've never done it. Yeah, honestly, oh my I've God. never done it either, which is so weird. I figured I would. It have doesn't look like it, but point. it's like sliding over asphalt. Like it, it really is. It's like concrete and then like a little bit of brick dust on top. Oh shit! Like if you try, if you try to steal a base, like uh, if you're just playing a pickup game there or something, uh, you will overslide the bag by fucking twenty feet. That's how really? fast it goes. Oh yeah, and there's there's literally no way to do that with like uh, tennis shoes on. You just it's like yeah. slippers. Yeah. And he stood there like the house by the side of the road and watched it go by. Struck him off. Yeah, that's got to be hell on earth. I've never actually been on a major league baseball field. You know, it's not really. I'm sure there's a way I could make it happen. I mean, I watched Joel Frederick, a you know, friend of ours from high school. I watched him play at Comerica Park a couple years ago. He was out there playing with his. What? Yeah, they. How did I bet he they, play on America? I bet they pay like a, he's in a league, like a local baseball league, and I think they pay an arm and a leg. No, they take advantage of people who are wealthy who want to like be on the field, right? <laughs> I think it's a way to scrap. To, I mean, the Illiches are fucking tight asses, anyways, and they're like, "Hey, how can we scrap together a couple bucks here in the offseason? God, we're really struggling here. We got this multi-billion-dollar asset. We're in harsh times." But uh, that's my best guess. So they pay a boatload so they can have their playoffs of their baseball league. A hardball league, not a softball league. I know it is a hardball league, yeah. It is. Joel's out there. 
using that lefty Not swing. There. That was actually it was me and me and Leanne's first date was we went and watched Joel play baseball at Comerica Park. Oh, gross! Good <laughs> God! I don't know uh, how. Yeah, mis- you know. disrespect to Joel. That's just like no, no, no. I love Joel. Joel's a good man. Mike, but... this no, it's just a like real weird first or... date. Yeah, it's Mike, if it makes you feel any better, my first day with Kristen was watching um watch my brother play <clears throat> my brother played uh Eastern Michigan when he was uh when he was playing for the uh oh, Frontier Christ, League. what was it called? The Frontier Pioneer League. Pioneer League? Yeah. But this isn't about this isn't about that. It's the other person that happened to be hanging around your apartment at the time was Jason Wellico. Uh, I don't know. We got a bleep name. Whatever, whatever. But our first no, date. Jason's host our show. He's been on this show. It's it true. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we don't have to bleep him out. Yeah. So it was what me, up, and Kristen, and Jason went to went to see a game over at Eastern Michigan University. It was just so. It was just very funny. A very random assortment of people. That was our first date. Baseball brings everybody together. <laughs> it sure does. Beautiful. My God. By the way, that guy's name was uh, James Michael Grimes, the guy who fell in to the Gulf of Mexico and survived about 20 hours in there, just stayed afloat for 15 to 20 hours, did his best, and now he's going to get a payday, too, because he can sue, even though he's the moron? I mean, what a country. What an opportunity. Man, good for that guy. Well, uh, maybe they didn't have the, like, 10-foot plexiglass walls. I mean, I, I went on a cruise. Good God. Mike's heard all about this, but... Uh-huh. The entire, the entire, uh, like the entire boat was surrounded by these like large ass wall. Like you couldn't, you couldn't jump if you wanted to. So I, I like, mm-hmm. it really boggles the mind for me. If this guy, this guy actually scaled one of those things and, and leapt into the water, you can't fall into the water. It doesn't make any sense. I would love to know more <laughs> details, but you know, they haven't released them. I think you should give people at least like the feeling of uh, having jumped for a minute, like, uh, you know, put up nets, Foxconn style. That would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just like rolls you in. Yeah. It just like collapses on you and rolls you back into the boat. (laughs) Yeah. And then you you have to go. Then you have to go back to work at the buffet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Need more lobster, Uh, motherfucker. Speaking of which, did you guys watch the menu yet? No, I've not seen the menu yet, but make sure you give credit. We'll talk about the menu on a cruise ship. <laughs> that guy survived, and he ate that garbage. That's what he really survived was that fucking trash and all the noroviruses on the fucking gross-ass cruise ship. Impressive, James Michael Grimes. Yeah, Very impressive. The- People said you weren't going to make it, but he made it, dude. Doctors say he's got a 50-50 chance of living. He hit the water and the sharks wouldn't touch him. It's Yeah, well, he was a southern boy who was shit-faced out of his mind, so good for him. But no, I have not seen the menu, Luke. Uh, I have seen that it is available, and I could click on it and watch it. But I've not watched it. Steven, have you watched the menu? No, but I've been to Noma in Copenhagen. Ooh. Oh, Nancy no, I'm just fucking kidding. I've never been to Noma. Let's get you back a pretty penny. Yeah, well, not anymore. They they closed their doors uh, just recently. So uh, if, 
if you were looking to eat like fucking uh i don't know foamed up elderberries or whatever the fuck like yeah yeah you missed your spot so yeah you you know but it's based on that yeah it is yes you know more about this than anybody so like uh imagine you know it's already grueling being an intern whatever you're fucking doing but but yep. now imagine you're in one of those like fucking super Michelin star sorry Michelin three star Michelin. like uh yeah uh where where there's so much pressure on you to uh to perform and just to be there like there's wait lists to to get there and then they just want to they 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 put you to work doing like factory shit like make a hundred of these same things we're gonna pick out the ones we like it's gonna be about ten. And those will go out for Spread service, and the rest will be thrown out. Oh, so awful! And it's it's, so it's sixteen hour days, and it's just to get your foot into the door. Uh, because, <laughs> I mean, uh, think think about like your local like grilled cheese like food truck versus like you know uh, you know the best restaurant best restaurant in your little city. And yeah. I mean, you're going to be happy eating at both of them. So I had bozo there's a, nights there's, at Stillwater. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> well, I'm just saying it was there was high pressure nights. I mean, I was young and stupid, but it was, you know, I can only imagine what that's like. It's just next level. All these people' expectations, whether I'm down with it or not, I realize it exists. Yeah, there was there was also crazy rules like no laughing in the kitchen. Like, are you serious? Like, have you ever laughed more than in a kitchen? It's so many so it's many steaks close. at it's Stillwater. Close. So many steaks at Stillwater went out with Mike's balls on them before they went back to the customer. Oh, I would. That that's true? Morgan's territory. After, I after would never com- have done after, That's Morgan's territory. After complaints. Yeah. After not me. multiple complaints. The steak isn't Actually, right. Actually, our friend All Morgan. Right. Morgan is a total bozo, but he took his job so seriously. When he, he was did, on he the did. clock. It was so funny to see him flip the switch like, all right, come on. His work ethic was, I mean, he was so much... He's like the poster boy for the workers' party. He really was. Like, work, work is everything. Work, yes, work. For a guy who was off the clock, bozo as it gets, loved. <laughs> I don't know if he loved it, but work was instilled in him. He Remember how he used to talk about this, Steve? You would definitely remember this. You always talk about, I got to have at least $2,000 in the bank at all times. And this is when we're like 19. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I, I also remember him cooking steaks at Stillwater, and there was like a, you know, uh, D Hornet slapping on the ass and Cinder on in, like kind of. Like, <laughs> I, I need, I need a raw steer right now. One of these guys shows up in like butt fuck Michigan, and uh, <laughs> and uh, so he sent back a steak, not once, not twice, but thrice, because wow. it wasn't rare enough. Wow, so, dude. <laughs> so Morgan's like, fuck this guy's food safety. Picked up a steak, slapped it on the grill for fifteen seconds per side just enough to get like the slightest bit of a char so it looked like he did like the little x's sent that fucker out guy runs back to the kitchen hands morgan like a hundred dollar bills like best god darn steak i ever done had <laughs> holy shit was like fucking Christ. yosemite sam showed up at the restaurant uh, for one night that is amazing <laughs> i couldn't I'm tell if it was fake on. or not yeah i was working in the oh. back so and you know i didn't fuck around with the front of the house that much but uh that that was the story they all gave and i did see morgan get real pissed about like having to send back states 
Holy, I've never heard that one. That's a wild story. Yeah, who knew that Foghorn Leghorn showed up? Say, boy, you, co- say you cover about yeah, as much maybe, as a flapper yeah. skirt in a high wind. Yeah, maybe it was more uh, Sam. What's his name? Something Sam? Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. Jeez, I blanked on that. I can't believe that. Uh, that a, yeah! Oh, my biscuits are burning! My biscuits are burning! <laughs> Just grab me in the biscuits. Well, I'm the one who said <laughs> oh, it sucks, Steve. We didn't get a chance, you know. He died. Our guy died last year. It's over. Humpty's gone. Oh, yeah. Rest in power. Man, he went out in a way that maybe it is apropos, but I had a lot of respect for Humpty. Uh, he was so Still all the way to the Humpty. Fun. Yeah, all the way to the Humpty. Well, Humpty <laughs> died last year in an Orlando hotel, or really a motel. Uh, 57 years old. It was a good run. I mentioned on the show yeah. last year because it was that important to me. Yeah, you don't want to go out like Bob Saget. No. Uh, you know, at least as a drug OD, I guess. I mean, well, Bob Saget a had a mystery like surrounding his death. Like, uh, wow, know, dude. What wasn't maybe wasn't his like cause of death his like uh, head trauma? <laughs> Bob Saget. Yes. Yeah, it's true, I believe. Right, Stephen? As far as I know, uh, yeah, there could be some controversy behind that. I, I've looked oh, into it because uh, it wasn't really. Head trauma happens two ways. You fall and hit your head, or somebody uh-huh. hits you in the fucking head. I just feel like it's a lot more likely that somebody hits you in the fucking head. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I tweeted this the other day. Like, how can you not hear this and get a smile or get a groove in your step? I mean, it's All right, so stop much fun. what you're doing because I'm about to ruin. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Tribute to Shock G. Rest in power, Shock G. And my sounds laid down by the underground. His name's Humpty. Humpty. Where did he? Where did he get that? That cadence. Oh, oh, oh. He's like a guy with something stuck in his throat. Like, oh, oh. Uh, it's hours entertainment. Shock G, we can do a whole show with this song. We could just do this song for an hour. It's hilarious. It's also fun. Definitely done this a few times at karaoke. In fact, I did it at... Uh, yeah, you and I have definitely done it at karaoke, Steve. I also brought it to... What's his and face? we also Bozo's once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. You know, and I, I worked at a couple Burger Kings, <laughs> but I never got busy at the Burger King bathroom. It sucked. I always wanted to. Every time I worked at Burger King, I was always thinking about that. I was like, man, maybe it'll happen today. Maybe today's my day. Never happened. The only thing I ever saw was to put, uh, <laughs> and, I'm not proud of this. this we, d- uh, the to this day, you're uh, disease-free. Yeah, I lucked out. Hey, if, if I get dizzy in that Burger King bathroom... Who knows how gross I'd be today? But I think Ooh. the only highlight is when we... I'm not proud of this, but we definitely did this. And this is teenage hijinks at its worst. Probably me and Morgan again, my friend. Morgan. We worked at a lot of restaurants together. And at that Burger King in Heartland, we one day we drew on the ass <laughs> of a co-worker with mustard. We put a smiley face on her ass. It was a big... This is a huge ass. Like, and she wore her pants like all the way up to her, like her tits almost. You know, like they were so hot, beyond high waisted. It's just like her abdomen was skipped. It went from butt to breast. It was very strange. And she was also, uh, 
you know, probably depressed and not a very happy girl. And we <laughs> we definitely drew that mustard smiley face. Or maybe it was a sad face. Either way, it was a mustard face on an ass. And we got away with it. Nobody, I don't know how the fuck the day went on after that. <laughs> now that I think about it. Like, so anyways. Uh, yeah, how, how did the day continue? Like, uh, didn't yeah, shut down business immediately? That's a good question. There's a, there's a mustard smiley face on this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that was one of the grossest crappers there ever was, man. That to- cleaning that bathroom, that's bogus. Like sprayed splatters, green apple splatters, all of it. It's just so nasty. Oh, there's no way you clean that bathroom. I didn't. Ever. Yeah, absolutely right about yeah, that. I, I exactly. may have gone in there, but I wasn't touching yeah, which shit. Which is why this shit is disgusting. <laughs> oh, so- nobody fucking cleans it. And the Oscar goes to Meryl Streep for "Stay Out of My Crapper." You know, (laughs) stay out of my crapper. You know, don't you ever fart on my tits again. (laughs) Oh, those are two great ones. In in New York City, like in in Madison, Madison Square Park, they had they had like a they're running some form of a trial on public restrooms. And they were these pop-up restrooms that were, they were completely uh, sealed up door would close, put in, put in a quarter door would close. And then the whole thing would spray down after you left. It oh, really? kind of boggles the mind that that hasn't just been like, they didn't work uh, in public because for obvious reasons, you know, people are looking for shelter. So they're getting quarters and they're going inside and then they're <laughs> getting washed, which is fucking terrible. Christ, man. Yeah. Like it's like, walking I thought through I was a, washed. Yeah, yeah. Walking through a fucking car wash. It's fucking terrible. And in, in any event, they got rid of them, but like for restaurants, why would that not be like the automatic way to do it? You just it because literally door closes, it like power washes itself for like yeah. 10 seconds. Door opens back up. Whole thing don't is give a fuck about the workers. You know that. That's what it is. Span. It's like, I don't give a fuck if that fucking guy I'm paying dicks got to go clean that bathroom. Fuck him. That's I've, it. Seen, I've seen. Well, I mean, I think that's the, that... the necessity of that kind of labor. But yeah, go ahead, Steve. I've seen videos of the one that's like, uh, remember the fireplace in Last Crusade that like flips around. <laughs> so th- so there's like a toilet that's clean on the other side because it got washed on that side and then it flips around and like oh, yeah. there's a new clean oh. toilet. Yes. Uh, Rotation. When you leave the bathroom. Yeah. That's something. And that was like reasonably efficient because you could make that area smaller. But if you're just talking about hosing down a bathroom every time someone fucking walks in and out, <laughs> that that seems like a bit much. It's just water. It's just um it's the cost of it's God's water. It's the cost of water, man. It's not <laughs> The thing is, nobody probably, owns it, man. It's good. It's probably a little, little extra money, but honestly, if you had to wait five to ten seconds when somebody left a restroom at like a place like McDonald's, which is making billions of freaking dollars, I think it would be completely fucking adequate. I think it would be great. And the Oscar goes to Meryl Streep for Stay Out of My Crapper. Or, or is it like the the disregard for customers is so bad, like the absolute, oh, yeah. well, and even more <laughs> disregard for the people their... who have to clean it. 
and even more disregard for yes. the uh, the heroin addicts uh, because they don't even have lights that they can see their veins anymore. I mean, come on. Yeah. You was a toilet baby. Oh, yeah. Well, they got nowhere else to go, right, Mike? Well, this is actually a good uh, segue into our emails. We got two emails today. Hey, it's a safe. Hey, it's a safe pod at gmail.com. Wow, dude. This is how you can email the show. And this one's from uh, our pal Eric. We know Eric Branstrom, a good friend of ours, co host on the Cinema Nine show. Hi, Eric. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Albert Benson. The one and only. <laughs> this one's titled Tipping Point. <laughs> Gentlemen, I've noticed an unsettling amount of food service counter businesses enticing me to tip on this fancy credit card machine last night i ended up spending 15 dollars on a bland footlong sub because i was too embarrassed to select no tip on the device they made they make a big point to put in front of me an address last week it was big b coffee i caved and added 20 percent for drive-through coffee drive-through coffee is this a new thing <laughs> Am I just a cheap bastard with no compassion for food service workers and an ongoing COVID suppression? Or is this gratuity situation getting truly out of hand? Yours most sincerely, Eric Albert Branstrom. Branstrom. Um, I, any tipping opportunity is a good thing. Bring it on. You know, spread it on, right? Same. Uh, I live here in Charleston. It is known for its restaurant culture. Uh, it was it was so nice to be able to keep alive some of the restaurants uh, during the pandemic that I really love. Uh, there were special laws passed so that they could uh, put tables far away from each other in the sidewalk, in the street. They would close down streets on certain busy nights. Uh, and every time I go out, I tip the living fuck out of everyone because I know mm -hmm. that this is a red state and no one's getting their $15 an hour. And if I'm feeling flush at all, they're going to get you know, like bare minimum, 25%. Uh, but most of the time it's just, you know, if, if I'm throwing down, uh, 60 for, uh, dinner and a couple of drinks, then I'm throwing down 30 to 40 as the tip. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you gotta take care of these people. And once you do that and you're a regular, my God, they will take care of you too. You would not believe how much cool shit I've been exposed to. Because I've been uh, nice and tip the shit out of uh, servers and bartenders and, you know, whoever else comes my way. So I say, lean the fuck into it. Uh, that said, I am a uh, single man with no kids that I got to put through college. So that's <laughs> different. But yeah, uh, as, as much as I can, I am getting that cash out there. What do you guys say? Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. Absolutely. That's putting it mildly. No, I mean anybody anybody that's worked in the service industry, I feel like um automatic it just feels automatic to me. Yeah. And I actually kind of I do appreciate so I was in God damn it, where the hell was I? Um oh it was in um Scotland and so they're they're doing like kind of touchless uh transactions and so it kind of Ooh. automatically everything is kind of run through these uh these little uh devices or terminals or whatever they just kind of flip it around and, and you do that it feels like you're not getting you're not getting the level of service that you expect but it's like why the why the fuck does that even matter? And why the fuck did we expect this level of service to begin with? Um, they Spread have, they actually set it up um, through, through their government to 
automatically incorporate tips into uh, the cost of the the service. So that is something I'd be completely okay with here, but clearly we have, there's no political will for something like that. And that is not something that's even remotely possible. So we need to actually appreciate the fact that anybody that works in the service industry is fucking busting their fucking asses to do like very fucking tedious work uh, to like, make sure your Frappuccino is uh, at the, right has the right fucking mix of ingredients like it's What's a skill this? it's a skill you can't make it yourself or else you do it your at your own fucking house so <laughs> yeah no they wouldn't Nobody i i, I never people I, eat out and carry out dude, the thing is i do never have a me. problem do if i'm me. gonna get if i'm gonna get a sub at i get i get subs at jersey mike's uh every single time <laughs> the, jersey mike's. the uh jersey mike's is great it's really good good the the it's app really will good. the app will prompt me always for like 10 percent, and i was like i was like you need debellas just, dude that's not that's enough man it's not enough it's not debellas no debellas is debellas is amazing but jersey mike's is uh is fantastic in turn like hey listen if you got subway and you got jersey mike's in your neighborhood go to jersey mike's um, no oh. make a sandwich at home <laughs> or make a sandwich home or make a sandwich home that that's fine too but what i'm We're giving those two is, options hell no steve i don't I know if you had your penn station on. steve remember your penn station days penn station oh sucks. uh oh yeah yeah when i was like 20 in cincinnati <laughs> those and subs that was are garbage. like <laughs> that, that was the closest thing you could get to uh you know garbage. remember when you were 20 and there was no amount of calories plugged that you could put in your body that would be adequate for you to like get through a work day. Like you just had to keep eating. Absolutely. Now, eat, now I'm eat, like, eat, yeah. eat. Here, here's my, here's my general policy. If you're buying something under, let's say under 20 bucks, uh, just automatic tip $5. That is, I, I could call it my post pandemic, um, uh, frame of mind, but that's what I've been doing for under a long $20, time. $20, Yeah. Always, always tip, always tip at least five bucks. And then if you hit, if you're hitting twenty five, thirty dollars, then you gotta adjust it up. But if you're buying subs, you're buying coffee, whatever. Maybe you don't tip five dollars on a coffee, but every single Can't do beer it. you get at a bar, every beer you get at a bar, it's two dollars a beer at least. So you get two beers, okay. you drop a five. Mm, as simple okay. as that. I like it. It's, it doesn't like be that complicated. I think that's you the other worked thing. worked in the service Stop industry or not. Yeah, tipping. that's the thing. Don't complicate tips. Stop! White clients! Just, just always round up. Stop complicating the handshake. <laughs> always round up and stop counting your cents. Like, if you leave any change on a tip, you are the devil. The and, devil. And it's, a, it, it's also a different beast, too. Like, if you're doing a going out night, like, you know, tip the shit out of everyone. Like, you, you already know mm-hmm. you're overspending tonight. Just overspend. It's fine. Yeah, be all right. you should calculate oh. that in before you go. I'm going to yeah. be tipping. Like it's crazy. part of the experience. Yeah. I'm going to oh, be a baller tonight. But if it's a oh. weird situation where it's food you don't like and you don't think it's worth it to, to pay for the food or the tip, then the food don't has nothing to do with it. Right, no, I'm right, saying, exactly, I'm saying exactly. yeah, like you can make something at home and then you won't be put in the awkward situation of how much do I tip my sandwich artist? Like <laughs> dog food.
I've ordered the uh, I've ordered the grilled tuna sub multiple times, and it's disgusting here. But here I How am. Dare I'm you. coming back for more. How, How dare, dare you, you sir? <laughs> you remember, like the the smartest thing Jersey Mike's ever did was get Danny DeVito and his uh, fucking "It's Always Sunny" energy uh, in there to do his commercials. Mm, because remember that yep. fucking disgusting CEO of theirs? It was like I am a CEO, and I. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all disgusting. Um, yeah, but their product is actually pretty. You know why? The, the do, why do they get to be on TV of the ever? 1999 television season? Yeah. I have yeah, one piece of advice for you. It popped in my head. No matter what the networks tell you, <laughs> there are no blacks on the TV screen. <laughs> None. Oh, they're colored TVs and black people who got them. But you don't want, you a, don't TV. want a TV. You want a job. You want a job. And there are no blacks on the TV screen. If a network tells you your show needs to be more diverse, that means they're hiring more white people. <laughs> Friends is a fantasy. They live in a world where you could go around New York City for five years and not run into a single black person. Not one. Way to go, Giuliani. Stop eating fried chicken. If you're a black midget actor, be prepared to call your white co-stars mommy and daddy. Now, some of the shows this season may offend you, so and most of the shows will not apply to you. But no matter what the networks tell you, there are no blacks on the TV screen. Ain't 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 no blacks, ain't no blacks on the TV screen. If a show with one black character hires you for flavor, you are not a writer. Oh, you get paid, but your opinion doesn't count unless it's a question of slang. Will Smith is not hip hop. Eminem is though. Eminem is though. If your agent doesn't call after two weeks, Chris Tucker's got the job. Why do they put all the black shows on the same night? Like black folks are only home on Thursday. Prime time. Ain't nothing wrong with that. White agents. Just because you have a black client doesn't mean you have to complicate the handshake. That's what inspired me to turn and this now, off. That's what I thought of. A network breakdown for everybody. ABC, anything but color. NBC, nothing but Caucasians. CBS, colorless broadcast system. <laughs> UPN, underpaid Negroes. WB, wait a minute. <laughs> Now, Fox got a lot of black people, except they're all on cops. (laughs) Now, some of the shows this season may offend you, but no matter what the networks tell you, there are no blacks on the TV screen. Ain't no blacks on the TV screen. Ain't no blacks on the TV screen. Positively, absolutely, ain't no blacks on the TV screen. Except Chris, HBO, yo, HBO, yo. 
HBO, y'all, ain't no blacks on the TV screen. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> good Did God. you just wipe a tear away? Have to stop oh, dude, it was. So I truly just that was. I haven't heard that in a long time. That is such a throwback, man. Me and Steve. I don't know where that. I mean, it's from <laughs> Mad TV, oddly enough, which was not a funny show. But Mad TV had a couple of good songs. Not uh, funny, surprisingly. Yeah. So <laughs> that that's that is funny. Chris Rock. Right? <laughs> no, it's that's, not Chris Rock. It's not. It's Chris, Chris Rock. It's a parody. It's a parody. No, yeah. holy shit. It's a parody of that song. Is that the dude uh, that does no like sex uh, in the champagne room? Is that the dude that does like um uh who's the who's the fucking football guy that does all the X's and O's and all that shit? Like Michael Strahan? Dude. Nah, the big white dude. Terry the Tate old, office linebacker? Nah, the old school white guy. Oh, John Madden? There you go. John Madden. Oh. <laughs> Boom. John, yeah. Boom. Of course, John Madden. He's dead. He died too. Yeah. Sad well, he was biting his side. I Shocking. Mean, come on. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Shocking. How did he keep his shit together longer than Summerall? <laughs> that's that's a great question. Yeah. Pow! Not really. That's a great Nobody question. cares about Summerall. No one knows who that is. Pat Summerall? Okay. The most yeah, I don't know who that is. Who's been more drunk on air, Chris Collinsworth or Pat Summerall? I'm telling you, Chris Collinsworth giving Pat a run for his money these days. He's making a run for yeah, it. Chris Collinsworth every fucking night. Collinsworth <laughs> is getting wasted? Yeah, well, uh, what happened to that play there was, I wasn't really watching, but there's a producer in my ear telling me. Uh, oh. it was, it was, so it, it looked like he caught the ball, but then he didn't catch the ball. And then, uh, give me another smoke. Actually, makes me wanna, it makes me want to watch more broadcasts with Collinsworth. Oh, uh, unbelievable! Uh, I can't yeah. believe it. Matthew Stafford, uh, pass rush was <laughs> <attached>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you do not want to watch any of this. Uh, imagine like your your worst like uncle that you have. Like, that, that's Chris Collinsworth, and <laughs> yeah. and he talks. Oh over yeah, the no, I would day. never. I would never watch any of this. I don't. Oh, yeah, he got his son a job all. too but on NBC. Here, the check this out, the best? As a as a weird yep, smiling fucking cackle head. Hey, <laughs> hey, look at me! I'm I'm, I'm living with the stars. I'm doing my cause worth I'm the safest white guy here. possible. <laughs> I went to Notre Dame. My daddy's a big time guy. I'm a nice, safe white fella for you. Get ready for safe. me on TV for the next forty five years. The safe white oh, network God. should literally be every <laughs> fucking network. Ain't no blacks. Ain't. <laughs> the so safe funny. white network. By the way, that's uh, Phil Lamar uh, who did the Chris Rock impression. And then uh, the other guy, uh, shit, uh, Ari Spears, Seems I believe, like, is the guy. Yeah, there's the, another Aries. guy that's like named like Caballeros or something. Homeland. What's that? Who's the fucking sure. guy like Frank Caballeros or like Frank Cavallano Cav Cav or something? Frank okay, Caliendo. Oh, my God. I mixed up Frank oh Caliendo with Frank Caliendo. Isn't that hilarious? A real life baseball. <laughs> Not to me. Wow, dude. I don't know what with you're a, talking about. With a fake John Madden. <laughs> this is John Madden. Yeah, that's good. I was. Yeah. Uh, so Frank I Caliendo. originally was asking if he was doing the Chris. Rock oh, my God. Was that Pow sound? That was from my 94. Like oh, absolutely. Here you go. Pow. There it is. 
So, oh my god, I feel like it's 1.30 in the morning and there's farts and chips and soda everywhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> A lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. Definitely a lot of laughs. You know, NFL think... Football 94. They had that stupid graphic. It was like 80 people's heads and they're all manically waving like they would do that the whole game. That's funny. But, uh, it reminds this was me of the, the fanfare from uh, all the NHL games. Like there was always so yeah. much fanfare after a goal. Like ah, ah! yes, NHL '94 was the best for fanfare. That was definitely a lot of fun. This is the uh, gentlemen of the GED the class of 1999. I have one piece of advice for you. No matter what a stripper tells you, there's no sex in the champagne room. None. Oh, there's champagne in the champagne room. But you don't want champagne. You want sex. <laughs> and there's no sex in the champagne room. Man, there <laughs> Ain't no blacks on the TV screen is vastly superior to that song. It's not even close. Sure. That's great. That's a great subject is when does a parody top the original? And that is for me. That's an easy call on that one. Good job, good job, Mad TV people. Is that think also they can do another? That's another parody. Others? No, that's the real song. No, that, that was parody. the Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, I I never cared for that song, but I like came and went, <sighs> and then I realized when we saw the Mad TV version back and whenever it came out. I think we were exposed to it around like, God, I feel like we had that when we were like downloading shit on fucking. Napster and Kazaa. Remember we never seen yeah. we would just we Lime would wire. all these movie yeah all these movie quotes. That was like it was like a big deal. Oh my god, we got this movie quote. I can play the audio of it. It's isolated. I thought it was like the most revolutionary thing in the world at the time. And I've I've still got uh discs full of those and as soon as I get an optical drive for my PC, uh those are all coming back and I'll send them all to you for drops. Yes. There you go. Yeah, that'd be great. I would Sweet. Love that. Yeah. One I, thing Mike needs more of is <laughs> drops, just tons and tons of fucking audio clips. Hey, That's these are high quality man. audio clips. Yeah, these are these are two thousand one's finest, man. <laughs> did we? Did we? Excited I was. <laughs> hold on a second. Did we even talk about the the email? What what happened? Oh, oh yeah. We well, we I, I completely it. lost track. Oh. I completely lost track. Are we? No, I mean we. We answered on that one? Eric's question thoroughly. We got another email from your brother, Sean. Oh, right, right, right. And uh, I wanted to say right off the bat, Sean was asking us a few months ago, which one, like, which thing is less likely to happen. And he brought up the Lions getting yeah. to 500. And we immediately started that conversation saying like, oh, man, uh, I don't think the Lions would do it. But I pulled back and I'm happy to Here say that I was fucking right. They literally. This was on. Oh, they're fucking. Look, this was on Tuesday, November twenty second. Sean sent the following email. Okay, here's my question. This is from November. Which is least likely to occur in twenty twenty three? The Lions will finish over five hundred. She Hulk season two will be announced. The Supreme Court will abolish affirmative action. And then we all decided that Supreme Court abolishing affirmative action was not gonna happen but no 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 i can be honest yeah 
The fucking the Lions, Lions got over five hundred. Can you fucking believe it? They That's look insane. I know they look like a real team. It's it's bizarre. It's so bizarre <laughs> yeah, to see. It, they go it, in and they like organize six weeks and they got fantastic. a plan. Yeah, that it's really strange to see. It's a real bummer they didn't make the playoffs because I and I can't even believe I'm saying these words. I'm not a lion slappy. I've been mm-hmm. a burden with their my entire been we've you guys have listened to the show before. You guys know. You heard my rant about the Lions a few months back when I went off. You know how it I feel and how it is. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm impressed. I really am impressed. And I gotta give credit to GM Brad Holmes, man. That was a good hire. Dude knows what he's doing. And now they, they have a winning season. Should have made the playoffs. Dan Campbell fucked that up earlier in the year. And now they have <laughs> fucking top six pick, too, because of the Rams trade. So they're sitting pretty, man. It's very exciting. Steve, you're the outsider. I mean, you never give a fuck about the Lions because that wasn't your thing growing up here. You already came in with your own setup, if you will. Uh, it's a pretty good team, though. They're not bad. No, uh, that was so much fun watching them uh, make Aaron Rodgers make Aaron Rodgers faces. Like, <laughs> he's such a bitch and it was so much fun you know like i'm in state farm and i got a man bun and oh i'm an anti-vaxxer and oh i dated a shailene woodley and uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yes. oh he's he's so just fucking offensive to think about uh i, I don't like anything about <laughs> him and Wizard? it was so much <laughs> It was so much fun to see Aiden Hutchinson just fucking body slam that bitch ass. That was that was great. That was a Michigan man in Detroit giving the fucking Detroit treatment. I was so on board for that. Whatever, so, motherfucker. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I loved I like the one thing I did like about that broadcast was uh, seeing the the crosscuts uh, for people in Seattle that that were rooting for the Lions and. Uh, just just going nuts whenever they scored. Like the yeah. Lions had a twelfth man somewhere else. And I want the Lions to have that twelfth man in Detroit now. Like they're they're there. They deserve it now. But Joe No, no more paper bags, no more thumbs up for Utley. This is a real fucking team again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. There it is. That's for a guy who could give a oh, fuck. Yeah. So well said, Steve. No, my favorite yeah, Aaron my favorite football right. moment ever was uh Ray Donaldson, the uh, the Colts center in like 1990. He lived in my neighborhood and he used to give out uh, full-on candy bars. And uh, one year I went as a Colts Ooh. player. Remember those like Hutch outfits? Yeah, I that, do. That sure. Looked, yeah. <laughs> the super shitty helmet, like yeah. the plastic helmet. <laughs> yeah, the worst plastic helmet of all time. I showed up wow, there. And he just, dude. <laughs> he, was, he was just like, this is great. And then he signed something for me and then he signed my jersey and then... Uh, he just gave me like all the chocolate bars and still had many more. Take it as that you was will. a great Halloween. Yes, that's awesome. Love me some Ray Donaldson, Ray Donaldson. forever. I would die for Ray Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Hell lions yeah. are fun. Uh, season's over, but good pass. job. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a douchebag, and I'm. It sucked too. I'll, I don't really care about this stuff mostly, but it was just so obvious at the end of the game how they went right into this, and this is it. This could be it for Aaron Rodgers mode. They went right into it, dismissing the team that just did the real damn thing. You don't even know if Rodgers yep. going to walk away yet. He just signed a mega contract too. He's not going to walk away from all that money. It was just. Fucking pandering at its worst. And I know that's the drill. I know the routine of broadcast television. It's fucking trash, but it still annoyed me a little bit. 
Yeah, it annoys me every time. Uh, broadcast TV <laughs> broadcasting to the lowest common denominator of a football consumer. Like, here's yes. a name you've heard of. We're just going to push the Q score and nothing else. There, there's nothing else to talk about here. There could be like great players making great plays that maybe not as many people have heard of, but you're not going to hear about it here because we are pushing the Q score. It's not a question of enough, pal. It's a zero-sum game. So. Yep, well said. Wow. Well, yep. well, anyways, we got the updated email. This is from Sean. Happy New Year from Sean here. That's what it's time. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Sean. Hey, Happy New Year, brother. Right. Yeah, you got a nice crew here. We just saw Sean at uh, your uh, couple's baby shower last month, so that was fun. Got to That's see right. Sean in person. And, Sean, did I mention this? Wait, y'all are both way? having babies? Y'all both have a baby? No, not me. No, 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 no. No, no, I mean, no. Sean already cranked one out. Sean cranked one out. We got, a, we got an awesome <laughs> yeah, little. Well, the, the, oh, you know, that's awesome. how babies are made. Oh. Yeah, man. We got, a, we got an awesome little nephew uh, named Huxley. Oh, uh, uh, Huxley. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But that's the point, Luke, as I was right. When I told him at your shower, I'm like, oh my God, your kid's named Huxley? And I told them that our pal Derek's kid was also named Huxley. And I was wrong. You mean Jason Vivian? That's the actual. Yes, that is. I got the wrong kid. Wrong kid, dad. I got the wrong kid. So, Sean, the, yes, there is another Aldous. Or Aldous Huxley. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I didn't mean to assume that's what you named him after, but maybe you did. Uh, Huxley does exist he's just not derek's kid he's jason's kid so i got it right and by the way shout out to a friend of the show chris deary who loves calling jason's kid huxtable (laughs) oh boy (laughs) he's like oh you mean huxtable (laughs) it's so funny in real life you would laugh your ass off it's very funny um but he loves that kid either way this is uh incredibly funny and i don't (laughs) think sean was thinking of this he maybe, maybe he was anticipating Cosby back oh, on tour. Boy. Yes, this ah, is true. Yeah, Cosby's big return. I can't wait for this tour. It's gonna be awesome. We should all go. We should all meet up and go to this Cosby tour. What do you say? Who's opening? No. <laughs> I need wait to know who's opening first. I'm not committing until I know the opener. <laughs> no, but See, seriously, the- who's opening for Cosby? <laughs> because who would do that? Oh, you know some fucking star fucker is absolutely gonna do it, right? Ted Cruz? Ted, where you at? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, where's Ted? Matt Gates. They share a lot in common. <laughs> this is great. honestly... It's like, honestly, why I don't talk about politics too much on the show anymore, because... <laughs> oh, the that's, fuck. That's Ted, where you at? <laughs> what do you mean? Because Bill Cosby's opening... So someone's opening no, for him? He, no, but you Ted threw up Matt Gates, and it's like, that's that is oh, the yeah. fucking That's a trigger. That's oh, that, that was a trigger. Yeah. yeah. Well, you trigger you go off, it's like, go come off, on. What, what is the fucking difference? Ted, fucking Huxtable? Huxtable. I feel very bad for Sean if anyone else hears this and calls Huxley Huxtable. <laughs> I've met Huxley. He's a fine child. I, I've seen He's him a run. Fine too. Little He's boy. already got an arm. He's already got an arm. I've seen it in action. This kid's going to be the next thing. So, he him. just throws shit around the, the whole room. Yeah. He's, He's going to be the next in a long line of Horlbeck 
almost could have been. Like he's going to be a great high school player. He's going to be an excellent college player. Will he be an MLB player? That's the only question. That's the only question. Look, it's already preordained. Right. You know, and, and honestly, will he eclipse of, Casey? <laughs> what about Jesse? Oh, oh, don't forget God. Jesse. I mean, come on. No, don't forget me, dude. Wow, what the fuck? How do you guys, man? We're your friends. We love you. We love baseball, buddy. Your memories. We've are... known you for decades. Jesus Christ, that's insane. Yeah, combined with me and Steve, we would just obliterate. We're obliterating you right now with our memories. That's true. Sorry about well, that. Well, I'm. I'm hoping. Uh, listen, we don't know the sex of our baby, but uh, wow, we did find dude. out. We did find out that the femurs are large, so I'm hoping for a fucking big, tall lefty. Oh yeah. Okay. That sounds yeah. like fun. No, oh, big uh, tall righty be all right too, man. Yeah, that's that's cool as well. A guy by the way, guys, Bill Cosby's rep, Andrew Wyatt. Andrew Wyatt, you're a scumbag. You work for whoever you are. I don't know you. Why are you working for Bill Cosby, Andrew Wyatt? What are you doing? Uh he confirmed a variety that the comedian is looking at a spring summer as the starting point to start the tour. Fuck. The fuck? This guy's 85. <laughs> you know, fuck. this guy's 85 years old. You know, he's 85. And you know this guy is a true, true sociopath because he hasn't died of, like, guilt in any way. Like he he doesn't... He would have died if he really felt a hint of what he's done in his life. But he's fucking 85 and going strong. It's fucking bizarre as fuck. Uh, has anyone's... Uh... Anyone's like uh, cause of death ever been recorded as guilt? No, but uh, you I mean, know what I mean. Come on, honestly. I mean, look, look what happened to Joe. It's not bad. It's I mean, not Joe bad. Just I mean, turned right over. I know he had cancer, but he's like, oh fuck, I'm dead. I'm out. That's here. pretty much it. I mean, it's it <laughs> is the it is the uh, goddamn. You're captain of the Titanic, and you go down with the ship. I think exactly. That's what I'm yeah. Oh, fuck, I need an iceberg. I'm just going to go out. I've often wondered this. Does the captain's massive gaffe of allowing the crash to happen in the first place get forgiven because he went down with his ship? Is that how that works? No, he's just supposed to be the last man on board. Oh, I know that, but that's what it's a question I'm putting to everybody out there. Oh, like, does it get forgiven in the end? (laughs) You know what? That guy was all right. I know he made a mistake, but hey, he went down with the ship. That's not bad. That's a good Can way to you go. imagine if you were that guy and you were getting like uh you getting like a like a blowjob or something under the uh yeah under the sure. wheel captain's quarters you know? yeah you got a little distracted your eyeballs are rolling in the back of your head and then you looked up and you're like <laughs> oh fuck I mean you've never had roadhead that's, that's every time. Time. <laughs> which is why I which is why I refuse it every time it was offered take it as you will Okay, that's fair. Okay. Let, let's uh, read Sean's email offered now. twice. Offered twice, yeah. If uh, Roadhead is overrated, it's fun. It, I mean, it's not terrible I'm at all. It's a, totally it be overrated. Ch- no, I think it's a little overrated. You, you still shouldn't have turned me down. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, th- that is a fact. Lock that one in immediately. Happy New Year. Is it safe, bros? Happy New Year to you, Sean. As I scroll... Through the just added movies on HBO, oh, you're so uh, you're so domesticated, Sean. Look at you. I'd love to get Sean's, your take. He's got it. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah. Well, we. I mean, that of was course. a joke. Of course, he is. We all are. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I've not conformed. Right. I haven't sold out. I haven't sold out, man. God. Yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> still living it up, bro. Still That's right, up, bro. man. 
That's going to Clutch Cargos this weekend. Hell yeah, are we going? I'm going to see Blink. Let's do it. All right. So I'd love to get your take on this banging list. Let's say for discussion that you have to watch one for the show next week. Which one are you picking and why? Here's your options only from the just added choices from HBO. All right, here we go. <laughs> White chicks starring the Wayans brother, Wayans brothers, where two disgraced FBI agents disguise themselves as spoiled socialites to foil a kidnapping plot in this outrageous farce. Okay. Never seen White Chicks, by the way. I never watched it. I just never. I've watched some dumb shit in my life, but I that never. That one seems real hard to watch. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. That sounds god awful. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Rob Schneider movie. You know, it's, I'm just not going to hit play. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the next option is Never Die Alone, starring DMX. What? Where way, <laughs> way easier to watch than White Chicks. We're, that's, we're a drug. that's like an instant <laughs> that's an instant winner in the comparison between the two i can't believe i don't have a dmx what drop i should have that that's oh, i gotta write that down oh um, man yeah that's an obvious like a little like a little wayne and a, like uh who's the one that's like okay who's that guy little john yeah you need a little john what yeah i need a whole mick you know what i need it's like the uh it's like the deca yeah steve that's what i need i need like the deca <laughs> what i need to make my own deca <laughs> Wow, that was a that was a Howard Dean. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, damn, that shit's funny. Yeah, that's really funny. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah. Very catchy. Hell yeah. Well, DMX is uh, Never Die Alone. It's where a drug cake pen's rise and tragic fall is witnessed vicariously (laughs) by a reporter who uses the criminal's diary as the basis of his new book. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you right now, between White Chicks and Never Die Alone, it's an easy call for me. I'm going to watch Never Die Alone. Are there only two options? Yeah. Okay, then obvious, obvious. Although, yeah. unless the three 100%. of us were together, or actually, if all four of us were together, if Sean was there too, okay, if me, Sean you, was there and Steve, too, and White Sean would be hilarious. Yeah, if we could watch it together and just laugh at it, not for the reasons it was intended to be laughed at, then I think that could be a good time. What do you think, Steve? Uh, no, I still want to see the DMX thing because I want to know, like, <laughs> if if he like uh, has one of those like trailing off diary entries, like from a dramatic movie. Like he's he's dying and still trying to write in the diary like in his own blood or something. He's like, never die alone. I have to stay alive till someone gets here. Stop! <laughs> Stop it! Oh, I'm dying. I need to get fucking healthy. <laughs> Who's the diary? What does it do? Uh, oh, I was wrong. Tr- there is a trilling third. of uh, a good trilling off diary. Oh, wait. Sure he does sound about right. Yeah. <laughs> One more. The third option. Uh, and what wait, has you to said be? There was only I, was, two. I, I was wrong. Behind I, door I, number three. Yeah, that's right. Sean says the following. And what has to be a show favorite? Pelosi in the house. Where we get a candid look at the life of Nancy Pelosi. Which one are you guys picking? My answer remains unchanged. I'm sticking with DMX. That changes nothing at all. 
yeah, that changes a lot of things. Yeah, that would call. be uh that that would actually be painful. So uh <laughs> God. What, no, I've, I've got you, something for you. If you want to if you want to see like, you know, in your own time, like uh what Nancy Pelosi looks like at home, just go back, watch Hannibal, remember Mason Verger after he cut all of his face off on the acid oh trip God. or whatever. Yes. Like just Gary- just put those faces side by side. And you will see that Gary Oldman is Nancy Pelosi in Hannibal yes. as Mason Verger. <laughs> and has and has the same exact worldview. Wow. Dude. Pretty much. Yeah. Bring the pigs yes. to the trough. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ted, what? where you at? Oh, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, you muted yourself, by the way. So whatever you're saying, Luke, no one can hear you because you're muted. And if you're talking to us, again, maybe you're talking on the phone. I don't know if you can hear us. Uh, you're muted. But that was the emails. Thank you. Is it safe pot at gmail.com? And uh, actually, I probably got muted at the right time, but I was about to say that that is that is the worst uh, Hannibal movie of all time. Ridley Scott was not the right person. Yeah. It just turned it into complete trash. Demi Demi had it had it done right. Should really have never done the additional Hannibals. But if they did. I mean, fucking Michael Mann did a capable adaptation in the beginning, and it was, in my opinion, the best. Then you've got Demi, who does uh, Sons of the Lambs, which actually is fucking fantastic. It's a different Zach movie. Morris is trash. My God, the, the follow-ups are abysmal trash. They're hard to watch, and they're, they're really bleak and disgusting. That's too bad. Oh, well, maybe there's too many dicks. Hopefully you guys can see what I'm seeing right now. Very funny. A nice little addition to the audio. Too many dicks. Too many dicks. Adam Steven Marty. Oh man. That is such a great memory. Well, uh boy, guys, I'm gonna have to let this end now. I'm so sorry. Although we're right on schedule. We do about an hour and this is fun though. I could do this all night. I really could. I wish. Oh, yeah. Wait, is this episode 91? Did we miss a Liberty's 90 opportunity? We did. We did. Fuck. Give us a good one. Give us a good one here. Hey man, Liberty 90. <laughs> hey, Liberty 90, man. <laughs> I've been up all night. I've been up all night partying. I lost my voice. <laughs> uh, but I got a different. Uh, Liberty 90. <laughs> oh, oh, now we got to close out with uh, Mother Superior. How ready are you? Uh, Will Purdue. You died for no idea. <laughs> What's the connection? Which way you lie and what is real? Oh, man, that'll have we done that so many times? We blew out our voices. It's great. Beautiful yeah, I song. just went into like uh, it's a wonderful world territory. Wonderful world. <laughs> <laughs> I got such moves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 He's dead now. He can't hear it. And I know how much John Scott loathes deaths in general. He, uh, nobody here is a big he, fan he of celebrity death. death. Yeah. Well, he's not a huge fan <laughs> of death. It's not a, it's not fun. 
What about Megadeth? Uh, okay. Well, I'd be curious yeah. to get his thoughts when on Death that. John Scott, Megadeth. email us. Yeah. We'll find Let's out. Go. I'd love to find out how he feels about Megadeth next week. All right, here it is. There's no word, so it's just going to play. There it is. Good good run, Jeff Beck. By the way, Greensleeves is a very old song, so it's not his, in case you have no idea for some reason. <laughs> it's like, it's ancient, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> not quite ancient, but... As Steve, uh, who printed up the words for us in his new version back in 2005, which was awesome. Oh, God. That was one five. When uh, we all sang along. I believe it was. King. Worst case, it's 05 or 06. Those are the two Henry Yeah, I'll have to find that. I gotta learn this guitar before I die. I'd like to play it once myself. Yeah, yeah, I could do it. It just—it would take some effort. It's a very—it uh, is a technical song, even though it's short, not complicated, but it is technical. 